0: This is the This is Gonna Hurt podcast with Jay Gordon Duncan. Hello everyone and welcome to the This is Gonna Hurt podcast with Jay Gordon Duncan. And if you're wondering why the J, the answer is I am not a bagpipe player. And if that joke doesn't make any sense to you, I encourage you to check out episode 0 where we explain that joke as well as the purpose of the This is Gonna Hurt podcast. In brief, what we try to do here is we try to talk about faith, family, fitness and finances and it's called this is gonna hurt because if you make a change in any of those areas it's gonna be hard you've got to stop doing one thing and start doing something else and that's typically pretty painful but that's how we push through and we grow well believe it or not this is the one year anniversary of podcasting thank you so much i appreciate everyone so much for all that you've done and making this possible so let me see what i got here There we go. Nope, I don't need to start doing sound effects. That's a terrible idea. I don't know how to make that stop. So listen, thank you so much everyone for 109 episodes. I have produced 52. This is the 52nd episode on a Monday. Um, About uh, one-third of the way in, I started producing free Friday episodes. Those are the five-minute or less episodes. And then about two, three months ago, I started publishing my sermons on Wednesday. So that's how we got to 109 episodes. So again, thank you so much. We've grown. Out of those 109 episodes, we've had over 10,000 listens. We're around uh, 10,500 right now or so. That's amazing to me. We had a couple of days where we had hundreds of people listening. That was amazing. I'm not quite sure uh, what just got everybody's attention, but I had a couple of episodes where I'd have just like 400 listens or something. And, of course, we've had those really small days, but that's part of the uh, process of building up the podcast. So I I was wondering, how do I celebrate? And I had so many different ideas. At first, I wanted to interview a bunch of people, and uh, I decided against that. And I decided against it after I did a little work, and I discovered what the top five episodes were. What I did is I went through, and I looked at all the episodes, and I found the number of listens that each one of them had. And I got down to the top five, and when I saw that, I decided I know what I'm going to do. So here's what we're going to do. I'm going to just briefly mention each of those five episodes, point you back to them. They'll be linked up in the, uh, the show notes. Those are definitely highlights. And then afterwards, I have one special interview for you. So after these top five, we have one special interview for you. Uh, so first of all, just a couple of highlights, things that don't necessarily show up. In the top five, Uh, one of the big highlights for me this year uh, was interviewing Ligon Duncan. Uh, Ligon Duncan interviewed when we were at General Assembly together. That's our church's national gathering. And he spoke up on uh, just the church and the Me Too movement. Uh, So I encourage you to check out that episode. Uh, That was in the 20s. That was definitely a highlight Um, sharing with you guys some of the struggles that um, I've had in terms of my epilepsy struggle. You guys were very encouraging. Um, I was able to share a couple episodes about just grief and redeeming grief and uh, met some new people through that, so I appreciate that greatly. Uh, My recent interview uh, surrounding the book uh, Resilient Ministry, Um, meant a lot, Uh, so that was a great interview, so thank you so much for that but what I want to do is I want to walk through the top five episodes, I want to point you back to them, and we're going to celebrate them and then we're going to head into our interview, okay so the number five episode uh, was really a shock to me, Um, I I didn't expect it. and so first of all, when I look at these top five um wow, uh, uh, four of the five have a spiritual element, um and then one of them, the number one episode, I really understand. I get it. I know why it's the number one episode. It's kind of lightning in a bottle. But uh, the number five episode was episode 29. And the name of that episode was How to Make Real Change in Your Life. Now, that's a good open question episode, right? It's a, it's a tension grabber. I get it why people would do that. And uh, so we talked about in that one, um, tough, tough Questions of Your Faith uh... we talked about the questions of who am i uh... why should someone listen to whatever uh... they're listening to we talked about uh... what some applications they could could make and really you know what it, it's just um, I, I was just surprised that this one made it up there But how to make real change in your life we talked about goal setting we talked about uh... reevaluating those goals but for whatever case that was the number five episode and i mean overwhelmingly these first five overwhelmingly were the top five episodes but number four I get that one number four was a free Friday episode number four was again um, a, a grabbing title what I've learned is uh, with the title of these episodes if I title them in a certain way they're gonna grab people's attention and they're gonna listen to me and, and this title was controversial this title was a free Friday episode I talked less than five minutes and it was called how well do you wait for God How well do you wait for God? And you know what? It's the age-old question of when we're waiting for God and we've prayed and we want Him to do something, how well do we wait for Him in those things? Sometimes we do a great job. Sometimes we don't. But in this episode, how well do we wait for God? Apparently, people had a real interest in this one. So, yeah, how well do we wait for God? So then we, we scroll on down to number three, and this is the one that upset people. Free Friday, episode number three. Was, excuse me, it wasn't episode number three. It's the third highest listened episode. Can you love Jesus when he purposefully causes you pain? Can you love Jesus when he purposefully causes you pain? I had folks reach out to me after this episode, and they would say, God doesn't personally cause you pain. God wouldn't do that. And I said, well, no. I mean, God God does purposely put things in our lives that are painful. He does. He does. He purposefully puts things in our lives that are painful. And you can find that in the scripture that he ordains oh sorry, that's that's the episode in the background, sorry about that. He ordains for us to walk through difficult situations. And when we go through them, he's purposefully putting us in painful situations so that we will grow closer to him, so that sin in our life will, will, will go away, we'll become more like him. But God does purposefully cause us pain. He does. He puts us in those circumstances. It's much like the name of the show, this is going to hurt. God puts you in places where you are going to be in pain. He's going to hurt you, but it's for your good. It's ultimately to make you more like him and to help you walk away from some of the bad decisions you're making. So that free Friday episode that was the number was it number three most listened to episode. Um, we published that um, you know back in October, and so that one really, really just uh, just resonated with folks. So number two, number two episode thirty was middle school confessions now this was my daughter Emma she appeared on the show three times in our first year in middle school confessions was her telling us uh, was 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 Emma telling us what it's like to be in middle school and parents reacted I mean overwhelmingly this is the number two episode People wanted to listen to this episode. They wanted to find out what does a middle school have, middle schooler have to say. That probably says a good bit about my my uh, listening audience. And then also, here's another thing. Emma's fun to listen to. She really, really is. Uh, she is really fun to listen to. And so these episodes with her in it were just a ton of fun. And so she came on uh, prior times that we talked about, and she showed up in like the top – 10 twice maybe three times the episodes when Emma was on sometimes I think you know what I need to just uh, l- just need to do episodes with Emma <laughs> because people love listening to her uh, but yeah so uh, advice to parents middle school confessions and our number one episode this was not a surprise to me our number one episode was called was episode 32 the personal growth movement and the church the personal growth movement and and the church. This was surrounding uh, Rachel Hollis's book, "A uh, Girl Wash Your Face," and her book is still in the top ten. Her next book is about to come out, while well, she's still in the top ten. Rachel Hollis is a Christian, and her book is what a lot of people call a personal growth book. And there's a lot of controversy surrounding the personal growth movement. Uh, there's questions about whether the church should be involved in the personal growth movement if it's anti-God. And the point I made in that episode is this. This book is not intended to be a theology book. Uh, Girl, Wash Your Face is one Christian who is sharing her viewpoint on the world. And we're going to disagree theologically, just like if I was going to have a conversation with someone at the coffee shop or whatever. So I didn't go to Girl, Wash Your Face for personal theology. I wanted to hear her story and hear her advice. And then I take her advice and I run it through the grid of discernment and my personal convictions. So, the personal growth movement is not anti church. If you're going to it, you're saying, hey, I want to hear this person's view of the world. I want to listen to their advice. And then I've got enough wisdom and enough of a grid to decide whether or not I am going to listen to it or not. So, episode 32, overwhelmingly number one episode. That was episode 32, the personal growth movement in the church. So, those are our top five episodes. Number five, how to make real change in your life. Number four, how well do you wait for God? Number three, can you love Jesus when he purposely causes you pain? Number two, episode 30, Middle School Confessions, and episode 32, The Personal Growth Movement of the Church. I really think uh, this segment is where uh, the podcast took off because you can see episode 29, 30, and 32 all right there within just a little bit of a month of each other were the top five episodes, and that's where I think we really made a bump. We found new listeners and we took off. So friends, I want to say thanks. I appreciate so much your listening to this podcast. It means a lot. I'm enjoying it. Uh, we've had some sponsors. Uh, we had one sponsor that came away. Anchors one of our sponsors. We picked up a brand new sponsor today. You can hear that probably at the beginning of the show or maybe even at the end of the show. But I just want to say thanks so much for listening. Uh, it means a lot. And so what we're going to do here is we're going to take a small break. You're going to hear from a sponsor and then we're going to go to our surprise one year. Celebratory interview. I think you're going to enjoy it. As always, friends, you can find us at jgordonnuckin.com. And I'm going to keep putting out Wednesday wisdom and free Friday episodes. We're only got more places to go. Thanks so much for all you do and all you're listening. And here is our ad. And quickly after that 60 second ad, you'll hear our surprise interview. Thanks so much, friends. Bye bye. You care about your business. That's why pre formed and pre packaged approaches to marketing do not help. Because of that, CTP Marketing and Consulting seeks to understand you, your product, and your services, and they will partner with you in creating a customized approach to meet your marketing needs. Towards that end, CTP offers traditional print marketing, social media services, SEO, event coordination, campaign creation, fundraising, and a host of other services. Reach out to them today and see if this personal approach to marketing can help you grow your business. You can find them at ctpmarketplace.com or you can email them at admin at ctpmarketplace.com that's admin at ctpmarketplace.com reach out to them today for their free evaluation and see if they can help you grow your business and help you meet your goals well everyone in light of our one year anniversary your surprise guest is Emma Duncan Emma hi hey so Emma is back Uh, I mentioned earlier that her episode about middle school was the number two most listened to episode out of 109 episodes that I have done. Yeah. And so I know. So, Emma, though, this is your fourth. How, fourth time on here. And so every time Emma is on the show, people get crazy listens. So apparently, people <laughs> want to listen to Emma. So we've Why? done. Uh, well, I'm people, so boring. That's not it at all. People <laughs> want to know what you have to say. So we've talked about. Uh, pop culture, I think we talked about Vans Warped Tour one time, and then the most popular episode you with Emma was middle school. And I think what it is, uh, now the majority of my listeners are not your age, yeah. I would be surprised if anybody your age is listening to my episodes right now, who knows, maybe you've got that one friend out there who's like, I really nope. like, I doubt it, I know, I know. So, but people are dying to know what middle schoolers really think. They just do. Yeah. Because every parent is like, what is really? in the mind of my middle schooler. Why is it you think parents are just so eager to find out what middle schoolers are thinking? Why do you think that is?
1: Because it's kind of like the middle of everything because um, in like in elementary school you're just still just kind of like learning things and then high school you think you know everything nah. and then in middle school you're just kind of like I'm trying to figure out things, but I'm not gonna figure out things because I'm not smart in right now. <laughs> oh,
0: no, no, no. Well middle school does kind of break you down a little bit, yeah. right? So you've got those elementary years and everyone's just so celebratory of you. Like you're in first grade and you do something and everyone's like, That's amazing, that's amazing and you then,
1: scrub it on a piece of paper. That's wow. That's right. Look at my
0: straight line. and right. And then in high school or in high schools, yeah, I'm afraid there is a little bit of arrogance. Like they feel like they've got it. And you, you can't teach them anything. And so middle school is in the middle, and you just feel lost? Is that what it yeah, is? Okay. It is hard because you, you go from one teacher to... How many teachers do you have in a day? Mm-hmm. Six? six. Uh, you have mm-hmm. six in a day. But
1: I've had seven math teachers.
0: This is true. Now, this <laughs> is this may not be interesting to anybody, but this year is about... We're about three-fourths done. You're about to get mm-hmm. your, your third uh, report card. And this year, Emma has had... Seven math teachers, mm-hmm. and this is seven math teachers. It's really hard to learn math from one math teacher. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, your first math teacher um, uh, joined the FBI, is that right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so hey, listen. Good for her, right? Good yeah. for her, right? I mean, that's probably been a long time coming. I know if, it is.
1: Everyone makes jokes about it. They're like, "You're gonna get Miss Randall like at your doorstep because." Like, oh, if, that's funny. Like, if someone <laughs> does something wrong, you're like, are wow, you're gonna get our math teacher here."
0: That'd be funny. So if you ever get in tr- well, you don't want to get in trouble, with the FBI. But it'd be <laughs> awful if all of a sudden your middle school math teacher showed up. And then it was just a a, a litany of subs. Yeah,
1: we had we had a teacher, and then she had and then she had a medical emergency. Then we had another teacher, and he was only there for like half a day, <laughs> and then he had another emergency. Then we had like, so, then we had like four other teachers, and then we have one that doesn't really know how to teach math. He's getting tutored from another teacher.
0: All right, so probably giving it his best try. Yeah. Uh, but you don't feel like he really knows how to, no. to teach math. And um, but he's getting tutored by another. And so what I've learned, like what we've had to do is Emma has a, a math tutor, and it seems like everyone else has as well. So mm-hmm. middle school's tough enough already, but now you've had six or seven yep. math <laughs> teachers. So, so Emma, um, so everyone just loves the middle school podcast. Maybe we should oh, just start a... An Emma Middle School podcast or something, and then when you get into high school, it'll be the Emma High School podcast or something, so... I got
1: foundation on my leg.
0: Okay. Focus. (laughs) Focus. And the other thing about middle school... uh, so If you were in my office right now, this is where we record all of our episodes, and I'm going through all my books, and Emma's going through all my books, but right now there's just stacks of books everywhere. There's less... less you know less there's just clutter everywhere so anyway giant set of books just fell over we'll be all right so one of emma's hobbies is if well, it's a hobby but you have an interest in in makeup what would you mm-hmm. what would you say your interest is in what do you mean like you, you like doing i mean like, i like
1: doing it and i also like seeing the detail behind it because sfx makeup mm-hmm. is so cool because you can make like some.
0: That would be special effects for all of us. <laughs> so anyway, go ahead.
1: So it's, it'd be cool, like work on a movie set, you know, turn someone like look like they've had frostbite, or look like they've had like a pencil through their nose. Like that's so cool to me. Okay.
0: Like, so so Emma definitely has an interest in special effects makeup, and so you'll do tutorials. Sort of. Yeah. A- and then so she'll watch a, a YouTube tutorial on makeup special effects, and then like we won't hear from her for 45 minutes to an hour, and then she'll come <laughs> down, and we'll be stunned, and she'll have done something, and it's amazing what what skills she has, but what she was commenting on a minute ago is she's got foundation on her jeans, which is a very common uh, side effect for us with her clothing, but that's okay. Um, and so, yes, that's what you will often do when you have worked out and you've done your homework and You've danced and there's nothing else to do. You're like, I'm going to go do some special effects makeup. And so that's one of her interests. That's what you need to know about Emma. That's what she enjoys doing. And I'm often stunned because I have no concept how you do it whatsoever. What do you think, um, take a guess at this, from what you've heard uh, your mom and I talk about. Uh What? How do you know what I'm talking about? How do you even know? So what do you guess is different today for a middle schooler? compared to when we were in middle school and to give you a concept when you're 12 so I was in we didn't have middle school we had uh, junior high. we had junior high and all that stuff so I was in junior high in your grade that would have been like 1982 or 1983 old. So, yeah that was a long time <laughs> ago right so it was over 30 years ago is that right mm-hmm. yes so what is your guess about how things are different today than how they were back in my day what do you think and then mommy's was in the Listen, if mine was 82 hers was right at the end of 89 yeah. okay go ahead that's um, crazy <laughs> <laughs>
1: Probably the community and everything's kind of like the so like the fashion changes over time and so it's like in the 80s there was a lot of like the big drug users like no really the, yeah no you know
0: <laughs> in middle school
1: no no but I'm talking about like you know in the 70s and 80s there was this whole entire like drug use thing.
0: Sure, <laughs> sure. I don't. I mean, uh, don't get me wrong. There was definitely some potheads. That's what we called them. We had potheads was, in junior high, but I don't know if there was a, a, a massive community of potheads. Uh, but that's what there. you feel like. You feel like there were more drug users back in my day.
1: Well, so there were more secret drug users back in the day. Cause- How would we- Exactly, so, so because... <laughs> you,
0: you feel like there were a lot more people using drugs back mm-hmm. in my day, because, but they kept it a secret.
1: Yeah, because there's a lot more like, wow, look at me juuling. Wow, that's so cool. Like, there's so many videos on that. And then also, one kid um, got suspended for bringing weed into school, and he like came back like a week ago, and everyone was like, did you hear that person's name? Um, brought, brought weed into school, and everyone's like, no, Wow.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, do a lot of middle schoolers Juul? And yeah. for everyone, that's basically a new form of e-cigarette. So, uh, yeah. okay. Really? Um,
1: a lot of... Where do um, they get it from? I don't know. <laughs> like, there's so many kids that are like, hey, you want to like, come over to my house and like Juul? And everyone's like, yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. Has
0: someone ever invited you mm-hmm.
1: a... No, no one invites me over. <laughs> no,
0: stop it. Ugh, <laughs> oh, stop that mess. Okay, so it, it, it would appear there's a fair number of e-cigarette users mm-hmm. and vapors maybe, mm-hmm. and um...
1: The, the then, chorus room smells so heavily of vape. How does it's, it smell
0: like vape? Are people literally vaping in there? I don't
1: know. And it's ironic that it's the chorus room where everything is surrounded about your lungs and surrounded about your voice. And it smells like vape.
0: Right. <laughs> if that was true, the musicians wouldn't smoke and drink and do yeah. drugs. But <laughs> that's not the case at all. So you feel like today it's... But there's 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 weed smokers as well, mm-hmm. though, right? Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Like a 12-year-old weed smoker. But I mean, yeah. listen, I'm not ignorant, but... All right, so uh, fair number. So that you feel like, in my day, how was that different? What do you think?
1: I feel like there are a lot more secret users.
0: You feel like people are just more open today. Yeah. That might be true. That might be. I don't know. There might it's be. it's
1: now it's now known as like a cool thing to do. Oh my gosh. Like, hey, let's mess up ours our lungs. <laughs> let's what? let's like practically destroy our bodies. I'm That's thank-
0: cool. I'm thankful for your approach in that area, Emma. <laughs> you need to hear that. I'm thankful for your approach in that area. Yeah, don't get me wrong. In my day, there was definitely the potheads. You know, wearing their drug mm-hmm. rugs and that kind mm-hmm. of thing. Um
1: do rag now?
0: Um, well, do rags. <laughs> uh, I mean, do rags were more. Uh, when I was a teacher.
1: I don't see how they're fashionable. Like.
0: Well, that's you're, you're making a fashion choice there. So there's plenty of things I can say I don't think are fashionable, but I've but got again, you. Again,
1: I wear I wear the same jeans and hoodie every single day. So. I wear the same jeans.
0: I wear the same jeans almost every day, and we do that. I my so. water. Yes, Please. yes. I tried to take it as water because I didn't want swallowing and stuff in the background, but uh all right. So, so you feel like in today? Goodness, that's like so Today you feel like. Uh, drug use and is more open, mm-hmm. whereas you feel like in my day it was mm-hmm. it was a little bit more secret and more mm-hmm. hidden. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Can you think of anything else? What do you think is different?
1: Well, what you brought up um, like a two two days ago or something, where um, one of your friends who was like, "I don't need this class. I don't need math anymore," and he only had to take like three things of math.
0: My yeah. So uh, yeah, um, depending upon what what high school diploma you got. There was one track where you only needed three mass, and how many do you need?
1: You need, you need to take all of them now.
0: So okay, so I, I but yeah, so you're feeling like the, the uh, requirements a little bit more vigorous, or excuse me, rigorous today. Mm-hmm. So man, uh, maybe, maybe so. I mean, definitely, I can say. Um, yeah, looking at what I learned versus what you learned, yeah, probably so. Now that's yeah. probably not the case for everyone who's listening here. We probably got some folks. Whose kids are in some really tough school school districts and that kind of thing, or perhaps in the state. But you're right. Comparatively to what I learned, um, you guys probably are asked to learn a whole lot more,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, which is not a bad thing. Which is not a bad thing. I don't
1: get it? Because like we're not going to use half of the stuff we learn. It's like when did this war start? I don't know. Like well,
0: <laughs> listen. Uh, h- history has its benefit. You know, the old if you if you don't learn from history, you're failed to do and repeat it. Yeah. And I think that's true. Um, You know, the big question always is math. And don't listen to me wrong. I'm not, I'm I'm no.
1: No one uses the Pythagorean theory. That's the square. We know that.
0: Here's my argument for you on that. Uh, Math teaches some thinking skills, Mm -hmm. and the thinking skills have application. And so that will help you. You you won't, you know, uh, prove this is a rhombus. Is probably not going to help. But but I'll, I'll offer this. When it comes to stuff like that. I do wish the schools, and I know some are starting to do this, taught some more practical classes. Like, Thank here's you. how you file your taxes. Here's how Thank you balance you. a checkbook. This is what an interview looks like, and those will be the things that I teach you. Um, but uh, some practical classes like that, I think, would be helpful. I did read about one school that started my least favorite word in the world. Started an adulting class. <laughs> and just that word just drives me crazy. But uh, it but would be helpful. teach you how to cook, at least. Um, of it. I did have a uh, I did have like this class that was divided up into thirds. I will not say it taught me how to cook because when I got it, my own I had a lot of pop tarts. But I did have uh, I did have a class that was divided up in thirds, and one third of it was cooking. Another third of it was like wood shop, mm-hmm. where we actually oh, we, we cut things and we uh, we stained things, and you can see I <laughs> learned a lot, right? And I forget what the other third was. I think it was like agriculture or something like that. That's probably because I was in North Carolina. So, so what you're saying is you feel like uh, middle schoolers today are required uh, to learn a lot more things than perhaps mm-hmm. we did. Well, yeah. maybe maybe the case. There's definitely some things I can see as a parent. Um, and I know when you're doing math now, I'm like, I am lost. I hate it. And I, so, hate, I hate uh, algebra hang in so there, much. Hang in there. Hang in there. <laughs> so, okay. So so here you're coming towards, uh, you're over halfway done with your middle school career now. hmm You have less than a year and a half to go. grade sucks. But it's be, like the beca- middle of everything. Seventh grade is tough. It uh, is the
1: middle of everything. It is the armpit of the armpit. So what what is
0: what does uh Lanter call you? Uh Sevies. Sevies. Okay.
1: Because seventh grade is sucked. Sev- so okay,
0: so Enough with that, okay. So listen, yeah, I remember for, for me, since we had a junior high, seventh grade was our first year in in the uh in junior high. And it was tough. I remember that was not Ooh, not my favorite time at all. It yeah. was pretty tough, and we had I think I don't know like four classes in sixth grade, and then we went to seven or something like that.
1: We we always have six.
0: Well, you have so. six, seven, and eight, right? Mine was mm-hmm. seven, eight, and nine in one school. Mm-hmm. But so, but either way, uh, yes, uh, I, I remember that. So for you, you're halfway done. That's where we started. Um, what do you think? Like, how are you going to approach the last part of middle school? I don't now know. that you know more, do you? What? How are you going to approach it now that you? Now that I you're a veteran. Know. next year. <laughs> you won't be a sevy. Next Ugh. year you'll be at the top of the food chain. You're going to be an eighth grader. So when you're in eighth grade, what? What do you plan on eighth grade being like? I don't
1: know. Probably worse.
0: Why would it be worse? T- I don't t- know. T- cause you, we're... Your sister Meredith like eighth grade was like the greatest time in her life. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she loved eighth grade.
1: It is progressively getting better. Good. I'll say good. that. But, like. I don't know, middle school just isn't fun, <laughs> like, in general, in eighth grade, just in the end, just, like, I'm glad to be leaving this, but also, I wouldn't, like, be myself without this.
0: Like, sure, sure, It definitely fashioned who you were, and, and definitely, you are definitely growing in that.
1: If I stuck with the same people I was in, I was with in elementary school, I would not be how I am right now.
0: In a good or better way.
1: In a worse way. Okay,
0: so you're saying you're better off now? Mm-hmm. Well, that's good to hear. Because it's I had
1: a... terrible friends. Oh, and... no!
0: Well, I <laughs> okay, they're, probably, they're probably not listening, but, uh... And,
1: and but... I've gotten better friends and more friends in middle school, so that's That's better. encouraging.
0: That's mm-hmm. encouraging. So, well, 8th grade will probably be more fun for you because mm-hmm. you're, you're the top of the, the food chain, and, and it won't be as bad. And mm-hmm. so, well, listen, Emma, thank you. In, in 109 episodes, uh, 52 of which were my long-form episodes, you showed up four times. So the crowd <laughs> likes listening to you. So sometime this year, we will bring you back. We'll try not to just talk about middle school, okay. and we'll go from there. But thank you. You're the only guest. I had this idea that I was going to interview like four or five different people <laughs> for my one-year celebration, and then when I looked at the stats of how many times you showed up, I thought, no, uh, we'll save those <laughs> interviews for other times. Everyone just wanted to listen to Emma one more time. Mm-hmm. So anything else, Emma, you want to share with them before we go? No. Okay. Well, I want to say, guys, thank you so much for listening to all of these episodes there's a couple out there who've listened to every single one that's a ton of mondays wednesday wisdoms and free fridays so thank you so much as always you can find out more about what i'm up to at jaygordoneckin.com if you'll notice today we picked up a new sponsor so support them and we look forward to talking to you again on wednesday thanks so much bye-bye